The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. John. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. And Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said to him, Behold, an Israelite in whom is no guile. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You shall see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord God, we pray that you would come with your Holy Spirit and that you would put flesh on the bones of our worship, of our thoughts about you, of our desires to know you. You tell us that where two or three are gathered together in your name, that you will be in the midst of them. So we come to you trusting that, Lord, as best we can. We pray that you would be our teacher. We pray, God, that you would cast out all thoughts and concerns and anxieties and worries that might distract us from knowing your call upon our lives and your word to each of us. Be glorified now, Jesus. Amen. Have you ever known a pathological liar? Uh, someone uh, who literally um, could not uh, be trusted. Any word that came out of their mouth. I knew, I knew, I've known a lot of liars, but um, I... Uh, but I knew one guy, one guy stands out in uh, particular um, that literally, I think I mean, he was a pathological liar. And it, and it sort of presents itself like, like any addiction. Um, it's certainly covering a, uh, a, it was covering a hole in his heart. He came uh, from a broken family, at least that's, that's what he told me. I, um, but the, uh, uh, um, uh, but... You know, he, it just got to the point, he, he, it, was, it was the saddest thing because, because it, he kept coming up with these wild stories about things he'd done or, 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 um, or things he knew or places he'd been or girls he'd kissed or whatever, all this crazy uh, stuff. It, it, just, it just isolated him. You knew that every, um, you suspected that every word that was coming out of his mouth was, was a lie. He went on to a great legal career. But the, um, the uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kidding, he's, he's he's a pastor, but um the uh, um, but I just I, it, it was sort of a, a caricature of of really something that that is in that is in all of us, 
Um, I mean, if we, it, we all have that inside of us, that desire to, to, uh, to twist the truth uh, just a little bit, maybe, um, maybe a lot, um, to protect ourselves, uh, to help ourselves out just a little bit, to, to cast ourselves in, in just a little bit a better light. Uh, I, I think about our, our kids, and, and, and our kids are, are great at, um, at, at lying. Uh, for it sounds like, they're, but they're not bad kids. They're just, you know, they, they, if a spanking's coming, they're they're gonna say that they didn't do it um, in order to try to get out of trouble, or um, or to to cat to make Caroline's gonna do it. Tom's trying to make Thomas look like a bad guy. Tom's gonna try to do it like, like that. And, and they didn't learn it from watching cartoons, you know. They they didn't. And God willing, I they didn't learn it from Amy and I. They uh, uh, it's it's instinctive. It, it's this measure of self. A protection. And it's in all of us. It's certainly in me. I mean, I, I've caught myself. I've had to go back to other people I've, uh, many times uh, uh, in the last week. But that, um, the, uh, uh, just to, to, um, to let them to know that, that I twisted the truth a little bit. To cast myself in a, in a better light. And so I, I'm just arrested, really, when I read... Um, that Jesus greets Nathaniel with the words, Behold, a true Israelite in whom there is no guile. There is uh, no deceit uh, in him. That word uh, was the same word that might have been used in, in the Greek language to describe a, a, a Trojan horse something that uh, looked one way on uh, the outside but was actually uh, something quite different uh, underneath. Um, it, was, it was the same word for, for bait in the sense of entrapment. Um, trying to, uh, it, it was uh, it's sly cunning. And Jesus says um, that there is no guile in this man, Nathaniel. As I started um, looking at this story, I found it's a little more complicated than I had uh, known before. He says that, Jesus says he is a true Israelite, and there is no guile in him. And then there's this bit at the end uh, where it says you will see um, heaven open and the angels of God uh, ascending and, and descending on the Son of Man. Now that's a that's a clear reference to the story of Jacob in in, uh, in Genesis. You remember Jacob, the son of Isaac, grandson of Abraham, and uh, Jacob was the second of, of second born of twins, his brother Esau, and his. Uh, Jacob started to come out uh, of the womb and, and then kind of came back in and Esau wrestled him around and, and Esau came out first. But, uh, but Jacob was holding his heel. And, and the name Jacob means he, he grasps the heel, but, it, but the connotation is, uh, for the name Jacob is he cheats. He's a cheater. And fully a, a quarter of, 
of the book of Genesis is taken up with the biography of Jacob, and he is a cheater. He is low down. And everything, he, he, he amasses great wealth, but he does it all on the sly. He steals his uh, brother's uh, birthright. Uh, and, and in fact, the word used about his character when he steals uh, the birthright is that he came with guile. And that's not lost on John. It's very, um, it's very, uh, he, he meant to do that. It was done on purpose. And so it, uh, Jacob uh, ran away from Esau because Esau was understandably upset that he had stolen both the birthright and the blessing uh, from, from, uh, from him that would rightfully his as the firstborn. And Jacob has this dream famous dream, where he sees a ladder, maybe a staircase, and the angels of God are ascending and descending, and, 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 um, G, and the Lord speaks to Jacob, and he says, uh, says, you will receive the blessing of Abraham, and through you all and your lineage, all the families of the earth will be blessed. And then... Um, and then later on, right before uh, the deceiver, Jacob, and all his wealth and all his family uh, are about to meet back up with Esau after many years. And Jacob is terrified because he knows what he's done. And he sends all his, he actually splits his family and his uh, worth up and he, he sends half this way and half that way depending on which one's going to meet Esau. He's, he's, and he stays back by himself. And you remember he, he's on the uh, on the fords of the Jabbok River, and he, he, um, a man comes along, and it's, it's God, and, and he wrestles with God all night, and God, um, God ends up putting his hip out of socket and changes his name to Israel, and that's why, uh, that's why the people of Israel are called the people of Israel because they're they're sons and daughters of Jacob, and the word Israel means he wrestles with God. And so, back to the story of, of Nathaniel and Jesus. He is an Israelite, a true Israelite. Behold, a wrestler with God, in whom there is, as one translation says, in whom there is no Jacob. There's no deceit. And this man in whom there is no guile says, how do you know me? And many scholars, uh, I mean, everything after this is really conjecture because we don't, we weren't there, we don't hear the voice inflection. And and many scholars say, well, that that is uh, indication. And he wasn't sort of, oh well, you know, uh, he wasn't modest, he wasn't self-deprecating, he wasn't covering up the truth about himself uh, that he really is a man in whom there is no deceit. And so he went right to the point with Jesus, how do you know me? I wonder if maybe he wasn't covering something up, but he. Um, he says, I, before Philip came to you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Now, like I said, it's all conjecture. Right? We don't, that's all we're told. And scholars have speculated, uh, maybe, maybe the fig tree is a metaphor for the law of God. He was submitted to uh, the law. And that's why uh, there, is, uh, there is no guile in this man. He was, he was an obedient servant of the Lord. Or maybe the fig tree was a, a known place in, in the community of prayer. 
and he was communing with the Lord. And I don't mean to be crass or um, cynical, but I feel like I have a little leeway since all of that is just conjecture that I can conjecture as well. I wonder if if Phil, if uh, Nathaniel wasn't doing something a little deceitful under the fig tree. And I, and the reason the reason that I wonder about that is because when Jesus said it, it changed Nathaniel's life. It wasn't just a magic trick. Well, I knew you were there, and because and, he he is a man with with no guile, he's a man. He's he's Mister Straightforward, right? And it seems like a man who is straightforward would say, "Well, how did you do that? How did you know?" He try to figure out that, but it changes his life. You are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. And really, I, I just full disclosure: all I have to, to measure this against is my own experience. And what I've seen in my life and in the lives of others. But I think this is it. My, this, my idea about this is at least in bounds because because what changes people's lives is love that they do not deserve. What changed my life and what changed my heart is that God knows me. He saw me under the fig tree, if you will, and He loves me anyway. And God knows you in all your idiosyncrasies and in all your deep, dark sins. And He loves you. And that's really the only thing that will change our heart. And so I wonder if Nathaniel, uh, if there wasn't a secret between Nathaniel and Jesus. Nathaniel knew in this greeting that Jesus knew. And He loved him still. It is only in the knowing of Christ that we are without guile. It is only in the fact that we are known by Christ that we are declared to be honest and holy and righteous and worthy. Maybe in your life it's not deceit. Maybe maybe the issue is anger. Or the issue is addiction. Or the issue is pride. But we're all hiding something. It's our nature. And I like to think that I don't have any secrets, but I do. Some of them are hidden very well, even from myself. And every now and then I get reminded of those. But it strikes me as important that the name Nathaniel means gift of God. He was a true wrestler with God. And he but he was a new Jacob. Jacob's name was changed in the wrestling of, of God. Friends, it is only by grace, the gift of God, that we are declared to be friends of God. It is only by the cross of Jesus Christ where He exchanged His righteousness uh, and gave to us His righteousness and took upon Himself our unrighteousness that we can be declared uh, holy and clean. And for that we say, thanks be to God. Amen.